Hello, everybody, and welcome to Scarredland Sins of Shells, our Dead Man's Rest Season 2, Episode 7. Um, before we dive in too far tonight, uh, there is like news on top of news on top of news that I need to share with you. Obviously, first off, I just want to remind everyone that we're getting together so that we can uh, help share with you Dead Man's Rust, which is available for Scarlands currently in pre-orders over on Backerkit. I'm going to put the link in the chat over there. Um, this is a campaign book for Scarlands, uh, compatible with uh, the OGL 5e. Uh, we're right in the middle of like the you know second, third chapter overlap of it, uh, bouncing back and forth between those elements right now. Uh, but you can get the entire manuscript when you pre-order uh, over at Backerkit. So head over there and grab that. Speaking of crowdfundy things, um, well, I guess first, speaking of pre-orders, uh, Trinity Continuum Assassins dropped today over at DriveThruRPG for pre-order. Uh, they will be rolling out text from that uh, throughout the pre-order process. Uh, and that's available right now if you go over and pick it up. Um, and... Uh, that gives you that's more of like a sort of like john wick slash assassin's creed sort of take on the trinity continuum so lots of fun ideas and cool stuff in there uh, and that's available for pre-order and then um speaking of trinity continuum uh current kickstarter is trinity continuum anima um it's got about uh, like two and a half weeks left on it 14 days two weeks left on it and we're uh, fully funded unlocked three stretch goals four stretch goals so far and pretty close to our next stretch goal so uh, if you've not yet gone over and checked that out that is a uh, cyberpunk rpg set in the trinity continuum it's the first new setting for trinity uh in 20 years it contains um the setting of cascade which is part of the fsa and is sort of a cyberpunk dystopia um, but there is also a game within a game, a lit RPG uh, called Terra Surge. So you're playing characters that are both in this uh, futuristic setting, but also that all play this uh, MMO called Terra Surge. It's more of a fantasy game. It's very cool. And we've been uh, playing that live here Mondays at 9 p.m., 8 p.m., somewhere in that region. It's on the schedule. I write things down so I don't have to remember them. Um, and then... Uh, speaking of things and anniversaries, that was a terrible segue, but uh, this week we also celebrated the fifth anniversary of the release of uh, Scarlands 5e. Hard to believe, right? Five years this, this has been out. So if you have not yet done so, go pick up Scarlands, please. Check it out. It's awesome. It's amazing. You'll love it. All right. Uh, I think that's uh, all the bills paid for the day. Um, so when last we, uh, we met... Um, the party had split, as one always wants to do when you're uh, adventuring in a strange place. Um, half of the party had remained behind at the Reed Clan village uh, and were helping uh, take care of a pesky um, mock dragon that had uh, taken up residence just outside the village and been eating some livestock. And they managed to successfully uh, dispatch it. Uh, meanwhile, the rest of the party, deep within the Hornsaw Forest, uh, were traveling, making their way to the Bear Clan to try to find the um, missing Hollow Legionnaires. Uh, and last they knew, they were headed toward the Bear Clan village. Uh, they had been interrupted a couple times on their journey, once by um, some Hornsaw Sentinels, 
who uh, threatened them not to harm any of the, the wildlife in the forest as they passed through, which they immediately ignored the first time they ran across something that was remotely frightening to them. Um, they were tried, trying to eat us. They tried to eat my horse. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm not here to make judgments. I'm just here to recap what has happened so far. Um, <laughs> There's a reason they uh, called us murder hobos in season one. One of them tried to eat my horse and the other tried to gore my friend. Well, I'm certain that the Hornsaw Sentinels will be very understanding when you try to explain that to them. Um, and uh, We're all going to die. Most recently, they ran afoul of a necromancer who was in the midst of some uh, ritualizations, and uh, they promptly struck him down. Promptly, um, he attacked first. <laughs> You're leaving um, a really important deal. <laughs> we we are well within our rights behind the stand your ground laws. Okay, Listen, yeah. If you were in Florida, you'd have been fine. Uh, the Hornsaw oh. Forest, despite all appearances, is not in Florida. <laughs> I think that's overall a good thing, though. I think if just remember, it could be worse. We could be in Florida. I mean, that's true. I think if if, Florida, if it was in the real world, it would probably be in Florida. No offense, Florida. Um, Florida. We love Florida. We just don't want to be there. Everyone I know who lives in Florida is planning to move out of Florida. We love you from far away. Um, It's a distant love. It's it's. uh, yeah, it's radar love, is the is the old song would say. <laughs> um, but on that subject, uh, let's have our good friends who are in the horn saw. Let's go ahead and have Alicles, since you're you know the guest at the table. Uh, let's have you go ahead and give us a roll real quick. I just want to check for, um, you know, see how things are. Check a couple random things. That's all. Um, so go ahead and give me a d twenty check if you don't mind. Just a just a regular old just a regular D20. old D twenty yeah let's let's see how that treats us that's a two all right uh, yeah it's a relatively calm uh, evening for the remainder uh, were you going to try to rest where you had uh, been where this fight took place or were you going to try to press on closer to the Bear Clan village um I think we just I think it's like I don't want to sleep a zombie goat so no yeah let's also i don't i don't feel so great and i don't know if it's this place or not but i hate this place (laughs) i understand Um, and also i'm a rust i'm a ghost who's rusting and this feels bad and i feel like i need to get home uh but i can't do that till we find who we're looking for and also did anyone turn out that asshole's pockets Oh, oh, I can do that. I'm good at that. Beautiful. Uh, go ahead and give me an investigation check if you don't mind. I feel a little guilty about the whole cutting him in half thing after and he stepping on his head and crushing it to bits. <laughs> that part less so the head talked at me once it was detached. <laughs> uh, the detaching so part I felt bad about. I rolled an eight. So I imagine Ithrin just sort of like goes through his pockets and then pops her head up like, nope, he doesn't have anything to eat on him. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's looking for, I love it. Yeah, you don't notice anything unusual. You uh, find a pouch on his belt that's got 12 gold in it. 
Oh, I'll take that. Um, if the rest of the party wouldn't mind giving me just a uh, perception check, those of you who are in the horn saw. Perception. Ooh, fat. <laughs> I know this shit. 15. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so as you're uh, kind of going through the body and looking around, you see some movement in these trees to the north um, that seems like humanoids, uh, like they're in cloaks. Um, Great. Um, I'll, I'll kind of come up to here and turn the steed shield up and, uh, just tell them, say, we've, we've got, we've got, we've got company. Uh, you see four cloaked figures come walking out. Um, they're one of them is using like a walking stick. Uh, the others seem a little bit uneasy on their feet, and they all um, seem very nervous. They're ta- they're dressed in tattered, bloody rags. Their faces are mostly hidden. Who's there? Show yourself. Hood's back. Uh one steps the forward and says, steps forward um, in front of the others and says, uh, forgive me, traveler. My name is Will. These are my companions. Um, we are but lepers begging. Uh, but I wanted to, you, you seem like good folk taking out that monster. He sort of nods over toward the dead necromancer. You appear helpless, but you're walking around the four of you in the horn saw, which begs otherwise. It's suspicious. What do you want? Oh, um, we have been exiled from our homes thanks to our illness uh, we could definitely use any food or coin you might be able to spare if if that's not too much to ask and he sort of like shrinks away a little bit um why don't each of you give me an insight check please oh i'm good at those but i'm bad at dice 13 15 <laughs> 14. You are all certain that they are hiding uh, something. <laughs> they are um, definitely uh, definitely hiding something. Uh, do any of you have any like passive abilities that allow you to detect any sort of supernatural energies, uh, any sort of unusual creature types, anything like that? Uh, I have not passive, um, but um, if if I sense uh, like they're already kind of suspicious just because a bunch of sick lepers walking the horn saw just doesn't make sense. Like something would have eaten them. 
Um, but then like, if pretty sure they're hiding something, then, then I would, uh, like kind of pull my shield in a little bit and there'll be a kind of a, kind of a brief glow across like through my eyes, the, the, the Corian symbol, almost like runes kind of flash through my eyes, uh, as, uh, and I'll use divine sense. Oh, beautiful. Uh, you definitely identify all four of them as undead. Um, I'll say, I, I don't think you're the type who eats at least not the food we carry. They all sort of look at one another and fall in a little bit closer. You, you mustn't, please don't make us go back. I want to kind of look back to my companions and to like to both of them at the same time say yes but you're you're not exactly alive and you're definitely not telling us the truth we only told you about our about being diseased because we felt it would be more likely that you would leave us on our way we wish no quarrel or harm we are refugees uh, refugees from where? He looks back at the others, and one of them, a uh, woman, and she nods. And when when she nods, you see like literally like the eye socket is completely empty, and there's like worms crawling in it. <laughs> Don't look at me. And I'm fine. <laughs> he says we're refugees from Glivet Hotel. Oh, refugees shit. from from where? Glivet Hotel. Kind of back um, the horse up a little bit and step the back leg on the necromancer's head again. <laughs> would my character know what that was referring to? Believe it or not, tell that's the city of necromancers, the mm. evil, the one that's not Hollow Faust. The, the, the one that the guy we just murder faced is from. Yep. That makes sense. Then why you're happy we killed this guy? Yes, we. We escaped. We broke the bonds of our former masters. When I use divine sense, are you anything odd from them or just just undead ping? All you can tell is that they're undead. Okay. Um, you can certainly tell right now, like especially with that uh, with that insight roll you made, like you can all tell that they seem to be free willed. They seem to be cogent they seem to have emotions feelings and reason there's, um, a, there's a sentience to them we wouldn't expect right you wouldn't like even if unless they were like a lich or something like that right um and chance of running into four liches seems pretty slim but you are close to glibit hotel um um do you really eat i asked them like are you really hungry if you have meat, um, conscience can eat meat. If you have, I think we, right? We have some meat. It, it's rent. Do we have some meat? I have all this wolf meat, but it's a little juicy. If you have water, we do need water and are quite frightened. Um, I will hand them some water, and if it's rent, 
would pick, you know, purchase some of the juicy wolf meat. Please don't call it that again. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah, she it, would. Could, could be worse. Well, it could be. It could be moist. Will ah. licks his lips, and as he as he as his tongue comes out, you realize that he's licking more like the the ring of flesh around where his lips are supposed to be. Um, he says, you said that meat was juicy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of old by now, but Ithrid will gladly share it because she knows what it's like to be hungry. He takes it and like rings it out in his mouth before he hands it off to the one he called conscience. Oh, thank you. Yeah, of course. Um. I feel like we relate because we've been, I, I don't say this out loud, but I look at Ithrin like we're also refugees from our town. So like we get it. <laughs> Oof. Oof. I'm going to, I'm kind of, I'm kind of glancing back and forth. Like I'm keeping myself between, um, uh, Ithrin and Oland and, and the others with like shield up sword still in hand since we're right after battle um and and like as uh like when ithrin moves up to like hand him the wolf meat you know i'll i kind of move up with her and then back up back up with her and i'm very obviously like tense like um, finger on the like finger on the trigger tense you've seen people before uh throughout you're not even you're not even quite sure where, but there's something about the memory. Something strikes you familiar about these people in the sense of their body language is um, indicative of someone who's accustomed to living under a lash. When you approach them, they hold themselves and move like like people who are used to being beaten. Um, and they're very cautious, but also like keeping themselves sort of open so that you can watch what they're doing, but also trying to pull them, stay reserved. Do, like, do I, I eat like flinching. Do I eat and drink? You can. But I don't need to? Not generally, no. I'll take, I'll take, I've got, um, I've got, uh, two water skins actually and 12 rations and so when i move up and i see him doing that i'll kind of stop for a minute and i'll reach in my bag and pull out a ration uh, a set of iron rations each for each of them and throw one down on the ground since i'm up on a horse uh in front of in front of each of them and then drop the two water skins as well they uh the smallest one drops down and starts scrambling for it and when you see like her drop down she reaches out kind of under her rags and you see that it's, she's pretty much a skeleton with a couple of scraps of flesh hanging off her, off her. And she just sort of scoops everything up and pulls oh. it back. And you're guessing she's probably in her early teens. Maybe. I don't feel bad about killing the kid anymore. <laughs> the one who's been speaking, Will, he says, um, you are a hollow legionnaire. Yes. You have been kind to us, and, and as such, I can repay 
that kindness, I believe, back that way about an hour's travel, I believe we saw remains of some of your people. My face just goes like cold. Take me. You wish us to guide you? Yes. Um, he looks at the others and they start speaking back and forth in um, Dunahan, which is the language of uh, what I tell. Do any of you speak? No, but I'll grab as they're talking, I'll grab the other eight rations I have and throw down on the ground in front of them. Uh, the little girl dives for him again, scoops him up. And uh, Ithrin, uh, Alan, do you don't speak Dunahan either? What is it? Nope. Dunahan. No. Uh, they turn, he turns back afterward. He says, uh, we will guide you. Um, I, I have, we snuck out without the knowledge of the necromancers. I am not certain we won't bring folly on your party. Bless you. Um, thank you. I grab my uh, axe hammer and like make my day, you know? Yeah, you see kind of a, a flash through my eyes and the holy symbol on my shield pulse a little bit. I'll say, just take us. Of course. He starts leading and uh Ben's leading you through the woods um i'll get back to you <laughs> back in the other side of the horn saw i'm at the reed clan village um you have raided the mock dragon's place uh, you took its head and took it back into town and Haiku was presenting it uh, to Pientos, correct? Yeah, and we all look super cool. <laughs> you do roll in looking super cool. Um, she, uh, her and Mother Letha are out front when you come back in with the head. You can even see it like when you're probably 30, 40 feet back, uh, Mother Letha like literally teasing her, like pointing at you all and like chuckling. Um, and as soon as you walk up and present the head, Pinto says, fine, they may enter the city and storms into her hut. Mother Latha says, you've done us a great service. Thank you. You have to forgive, uh, Pinto. She's, uh, unpleasant, I guess is the best term for it. Uh, if you wish to collect your hollow legionnaire, yeah, they may stay here. Um, and seek comfort. Is there anything that I might do to offer you a reward for your, your hard work? I mean, coin always goes a long way. Ah, yes. Spoken like a true uh, outsider. Um, she checks but her hips. Uh, I'm sure we may be interested in house. other trade goods as well. 
I see. Personally, I am a tattooist. Ah. Well, you'll you'll note uh, several of us are quite proficient in that art. Uh, tell me, do you uh, have any interest in some custom supplies? Uh, I sure do. She uh, welcomes you into her hut. Uh, there's a younger elf there. She says, go out to the edge of the village and tell the uh, glowing men there that they may enter. Direct them here. She walks over to a, like a dresser, pulls out, opens a drawer, pulls out an, like a bundle that's wrapped in cloth and uh, hands it over to Charlene. Says oh. these were crafted for me um, by an orc, actually, who's uh, after a chance encounter during the Divine War. Um, I could think of nothing more fitting than to pass them on to another of his people. Um, these are imbued with a magic that allows you to draw upon them to serve as a second set of hands when performing a tattoo. Amazing. I've heard only in legend of tools of the divine war ancestors. Yes, it is the least I can do. I have no need for them. They come from your people anyway. Take it with my compliments. And, of course, your allies here don't seem the tattoo artist types. So uh, she reaches into the drawer and pulls out a, a sack and sort of weighs it and tosses it to uh, Charlie. Uh, you may all split that. There's probably about a hundred platinum in there. Does me little good. I barely leave the village anymore. I think you're muted, sir. It said I wasn't. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah, it said I wasn't. Um, I said I'll add it to the group fund. Sweet. As you're uh, going through and looking things over, um, those are a very rare uh, wondrous item that requires attunement. Um, they are considered to, they basically let you act as if someone is using the aid action. Um, so you gain advantage and it halves your uh, time. And that would stack with like, Magecraft. Cool. I got an attunement um, slot, so I'll do that. Um, yeah. Right. I'll, I'll homebrew it up in D&D Beyond. Please do. Um, about five minutes later, 
or so. Uh, the legionnaires from out front come in, um, Sergeant Telk and the two that were with him. And you notice immediately uh, Telk has a rusty patch on his ear. Says, uh, thank you for gaining us entrance. You got like a little, like a little schmutz back here, like just like right over there. If you just like, you know, just do a little rub right here. He touches just, it uh, and winces. Oh. That's odd. Rubs his fingers together, spreading around the rusty dust. No matter. Uh, my men and I will make our way to the inn and uh, post up. Um, if you'd like, I can let my men stay here and we can venture out into the Hornsaw to try to catch up with your friends. Or we can wait here for their return, whichever you think is most prudent. I'd like to catch up with them. Excellent. Charlotte, Charlie? Uh, I think we could try to catch up with them. Though none of us are really trackers. Hmm. Neither am I. Mother Latha chuckles. Oh, I think we have one or two in the in the clan that can help you. Fine. What are the chances we need to, we need help? <laughs> uh, you uh, you wait for a few minutes while Mother Letha gathers a few scouts. Um, is there anything that you want to do before you head out? Do you want to rest before you head out? I could uh, I could use a short rest. A short rest doesn't do it for me, really. Yeah, so you need to take a long if you want Charlie to be at top. Yeah. Top shape. No, we definitely are in need of a long rest. You didn't get chewed up by a mock dragon. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty baller that way. The the <laughs> hey, if, at least I used it as a as a weapon. You know. Yeah, you like your your own your, hit points. Your tasty hide. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, that, that's actually a good strategy. I read that in the uh, in, uh, in the the Art of War. It's actually one of the the principles. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, all right, so you go ahead. You can go ahead and take a long rest, and we'll get uh, get back to you. Um, so, moving back across the Hornsaw, about an hour deeper into the woods will stops and points forward and says beneath that tree was where we found the remains do i see anything else around that would indicate like an ambush or a trap uh go ahead and make a we'll say uh 
perception or a survival check, if you'd like. Yeah, I'm going to investigate around the tree directly. That's a big fat four for me. Excellent. Um, Nope, nope, it's safe. (laughs) And you said survival? Yes. Oh, I got an unnatural 20. Nice. I only got a 12. All right. Um, My bonus to survival is seven. Oh, it's hard to fuck this up. You hear a slight rustling in the trees above. Let me just go ahead and move you all over to another location. You and your friends. Over to another spot right here. Um, yeah, you hear like a rustling in the trees above. Okay. And as you look up, you have see you, a picture. Have you given me one of those characters yet? Oh, let me do so. Uh, you are Zombie 9, so you can hop over and take a look at Zombie 9. Um, You see a creature about 10 feet tall with red flesh covered in uh, spikes and four very long bladed arms sort of slowly climbing from the top of the tree down toward the base as you're approaching to investigate. Quick quick question. Yes. Would the Would the walk here have been easy enough to count as a short rest? No, no, no okay. movement within the horn saw counts as a short rest. The chain's too difficult. Roll Todd. We're all going to die. Um, uh, maybe it's friendly. <laughs> what are the others? Hi, how are you? <laughs> uh, do you recognize that creature, Rachel? Uh, the player does not. Oh, beautiful. Okay. Um, with your survival check, Ithrin does. That is what's known as a blood reaper. Oh, that they, doesn't look good. They are, um, the what? No. <laughs> blood, blood reaper. Blood reaper. Yep. They are, uh, indigenous to the Hornsaw Forest. Um, they're known particularly for just being merciless killers uh, that uh, prefer to decapitate humanoids and eat their head. That's their preferred. That's their preferred diet. It's kind of like a cross between a praying mantis and a Cuisinart. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ithrin almost immediately begins scrambling backwards. We gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go. If we stay here, we're gonna die. We gotta go. All right, as you start making all that noise, um, no, it drops out of (laughs) it, drops out of the tree and lands in front of you. Roll initiative. Uh, yeah, just I'll, I'll please to put himself between it and them as quickly as he can. Okay. Are the bodies of my companions here? 
Uh, yeah, the, you can see the remains. Can, what happens to us when see, we die? Um, the bonded armors, or yeah, the, the armor will remain. Generally speaking, when you die, um, you can certainly see uh, some armor laying at the base of the tree. Does does would recovering the armor have the same sort of cultural or spiritual significance as like recovering a body of a comrade might for for others or is the armor special in that it was able to be bonded to and and would be neat and and could be used to bond others in the future or is it just a, a piece of freaking metal now from a cultural perspective uh if like or how much how much it matters to me to get this armor culturally speaking it, it's not the it's not the same once you know that once a legionnaire falls everything that made them who they were is gone um that's pretty well established among the gleaming valley where it might be of value to you is um if you wanted to try to investigate the cause of their death um there may be information to be drawn from that armor but it also you know, there also Probably. might not be, <laughs> you know, maybe the same be. amount of information of the giant blood killer thing hovering directly over their armors. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, do I see the same number of armors on the ground as missing companions that I'm searching for? Uh, go ahead and give me a like perception a just to see if you can do the, um, do the math. 11. Uh, 11 on the perception. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're pretty sure um, that at least there's at least four down here. I'll say they're all they're all dead. There's nothing to save. We don't we don't need to lose ourselves here too. And all of you go ahead and roll initiative. I got Jeez. a 21. Nice. I got a four. <laughs> I'm not even going to get to go because it will be dead before my turn. Natural 20. And Alan, you got a four. Is that correct? Yes. All right. Um, so at the start of combat, Ithrin, you do have the first action. As this thing hits the ground and it like rises up to its full 10 foot tall height. And like you hear like a metal like shoot as like swords coming out of a sheath as it holds all four of its arms out. Oh, it's like a General Grievous type of looking thing. Kind of, yeah. Like if General Grievous uh, had metal arms and just like metal blades instead of lightsabers. And was wrapped in a praying mantis's skin. That's um, not terrifying at all. I'm not scared. No, You're scared. Totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> so the first action is yours. What would you like to do, Ithrin? Uh, so I'm going to look um, to my two companions and like, do you two look like you're about to start running or do you look like you're about to fight? Um. Well, Alicle is just just called out. He was like, "There's, they're dead, and there's nothing left of them to save. There's no reason to die here." 
with them. Okay. Uh, in that case, I would like to make a survival roll to very quickly uh, survey the land and like what is the safest way that we can get the fuck out of here and like possibly like cover block its pathway can i do that um sure yeah go ahead and make a survival check yay i rolled it too Huzzah. Nothing. That's still a nine. That's amazing, though. No, no way, no way out that you can see. Um, it's, it's because I, I had hubris like five minutes ago. Where I'm like, it's really hard for me to fuck up this role. Punishing <laughs> <laughs> me for that hubris. Well, that's that's what you get. Um, no, like as soon as you look around and you you feel the panic, uh, you feel a chill emanate from your from your chest from just below your neck just a slight chill rushes over your body oh it isn't the consequences of my previous actions (laughs) uh okay uh so was that a full action no, no, no. You can take an action still. You were just looking. Okay. <laughs> um, I would like to hold my action because okay. uh, I essentially don't want to run away Um and leave like Iolocles and Alland in trouble. Okay. Uh, so I think I'm just gonna pick um, north. Just be like, we're gonna go that way, and just make sure that they are not getting attacked, and we can all run away together. So, like, try to keep yourself between them and the Blood Reaper. Yeah, or just make sure that like we don't get too separated as we retreat and flee. Okay, excellent. Uh, that will then bring us to Iolocles. What would you like to do? Um, Iolocles is going to ta- cast protection from good and evil on himself. Excellent. And then is going to run and put himself between the Blood Reaper and everyone else. Okay. And just scream for them to run wonderful uh, he just he just says run go i'll catch up the okay. blood reaper like squares up with you and you're on horseback yeah um so but the blood reaper still like looks you in the eyes with its you know bug like eye pockets on the side and it is going to just go right ahead and unleash a multi-attack routine on you all right. It'll be disadvantage on all the attacks. Excellent. Assuming it is an aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead. Um, it is, in fact, an aberration. Yep. Dis- disadvantage on all of its attacks, then. Beautiful. Sweet. And I cannot be charmed, frightened, or possessed by it. That will come in handy.
Okay. That disadvantage got some work though. Like, let's each be real. Of, each of the um, arms swipes at you and it comes in for a bite. Uh, the first two arms miss, the third arm misses, the fourth arm, 14 I assume does not hit you, correct? No. And a four does not. So yeah, nope. you managed to uh, parry like each of these, like this full on barrage. And you're, as you're all watching, I mean, you're seeing like, it's almost hard to track the movement once this thing's arms start swinging. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of a blur uh, and of metal and sparks happening. Were, were it not for the holy power of Coriot empowering me. <laughs> Alan, no. it, it is your action. Are you going to uh, turn from a fight, Alan? Or are you going to... As he's so can I look like he's like, go! <laughs> Do it! Ah! Okay, I'm gonna uh, run... 20 feet away and then turn and fire at it with my longbow. All right. Go ahead and give me an attack check, please. All right. Let me. Yeah. You can move me, right? Yes. Attack check. So you're, you're going northward, right? Yeah. All right. Um, where are you? Actions. 22 to hit. A 22 will hit. And 10 damage. Nice. And then I get to uh, attack again. Yes. Oof. Six doesn't hit. Goes wide. That it does. E yep. Oh, that's not accurate. There we go. Let me fix that real quick. That's better. All right. Um, beautiful. That brings us back to the top of the order. Ethan, what would you like to do? Oh, goodness. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to start running towards Holland. So, All right. Yeah, okay. So that's where I'm at. Beautiful. Um, and just in case, I'd like to grab a bunch of rocks off the ground. Okay. Uh, and use my bonus action to cast magic stone on them. Okay. Uh, and that is my turn. Excellent. Um, that brings us to Alicleus. What would you like to do? I'm going to loop around to here and say, faster, please. This thing is fast. Go. And I'm going to turn and I'm going to try to beat the shit out of it. Okay. Is it, I'm assuming it is from the description, is it a large creature or is it medium? It is large. Okay, so I don't get advantage on it. Uh, natural 20, to, or sorry, not natural, but composite 20 to hit. That will hit. 
and a 25 to hit. Also hits. And I'm going to sink a level two smite into both of them. Three, six, seven. Oh god, those rolls are so bad. So it'll be 48 points of damage. All right. It takes 48. And oh. as you're like beating on it, you bring down, you hit the the sword once, you let off the smite. The entire area like flickers with with the holy light of Corian. You bring it down, let the smite go again another bright flash comes through a little bit of blood spurts out of the blood reapers torso. And it just kind of turns its head very slowly to lock eyes with you. And you hear like, <laughs> you're not a hundred percent sure, but you think you might've made it mad. Get <laughs> fuck out of here. I can uh, it, catch up. It's, no. going, it's going to, uh, uh, let go of its multi-attack routine again. All right. Disadvantage. All right. Jeez. Okay, so we have uh, does an eighteen hit? Yes. All right. So that's one, two, three, four that actually landed. Jesus. Um, and one of its uh, one of its arms, uh, the blade like bends when it hits you, um, and you hear it like let out a whimper, uh, like it actually felt some pain from that. Um, and it will take eight in that botch. Uh, however, it will deal. This is gonna hurt. How many? How many individual hits? Four hits. No, one, two, three. Yeah, four hits. Right? Yeah. So it's dealing 10, 18, uh, 19, 20, 21, 22, 22, 24. Piercing to you. Okay, 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 okay. I don't look great. <laughs> I, don't, I don't look great at all. Uh, Cool, 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 <laughs> And then it uses its movement. Uh, you're welcome to take an, an opportunity attack if you so choose. Um, how I will if I have an opportunity. <laughs> as it leaps 50 feet into the air and lands on the other side of Ithrim. Oh, shit. Yep, yep, yep. Gonna gonna hit it. Gonna hit it. <laughs> That's a natural twenty. Excellent. Ray. Gonna sink a smite into that. Excellent. So that'll be those are better rolls. Fifty-four points of damage. Excellent. You take off the arm that had bent the blade. 
I've dealt a hundred points of damage and it lost one of its arms. We've got to get the fuck out of here. It like, <laughs> it, it like uses the force of your blow as you take its arm off to spin around and like three point Iron Man land directly in front of Ithrin, like nose to nose with you. What would you like to do, Alan? I'm going to fucking hammer the shit out of this. I'm going to throw. No. I can't. Well, I'm going to die. My friend. I can't let Ithrin do this alone. Like, I'm not going to bail on you guys. There's no way. Uh, well, I'll be fine. It's fine. We're all going to die. Friendship is death. <laughs> yeah. Folks that die together stay together. 13, I'm assuming it doesn't hit. <sighs> You bring down the hammer like square between its eyes and like full force. You've never hit anything this hard in your life. And it lifts your hooves off the ground about a foot and you land back on the, ground, on, on the earth. Shit. Okay. <laughs> you do have another attack. Uh, I'm going to forget my second attack and use commander strike and say to Aeolicus, don't you there. <laughs> That's what I've been telling you. <laughs> so then that means you get to attack now. Um, and you get whatever plus on my superiority die that I use. Uh, can I use that for damage or is it for the attack attack roll? That's or for the, the damage. You add it oh, to the damage. Is it the damage? damage? Cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be a 19 to hit. Right, you come riding up next to it, and uh, that will hit. Okay. Uh, we'll do. Is your your superiority die D eight? Yeah. Um, do you want to roll? You can roll it. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, my last. We'd be like, I'm almost tapped now. This is this is what I got, <laughs> um, and I sink my last spell slot into another smite evil. All right. Um, so that'll make it <laughs> two, three, another four D eight. Nope. Yep. I need all the good rolls. The that one, one, two, one. <laughs> um so that'll bring it to a total of eleven. Yay! All told eleven days? Yes. Forty eight, and I rolled one, one, two, one. You hit it and it um oh Wrong one. <laughs> uh, almost accidentally kill out is there. Uh, you hit it and it turns and like barks at you. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to Ithrin. Um, uh, all right. So Alland is within 10 feet of me, right? Uh, yeah. She is, yes. Cool. Uh, We're teleporting the fuck out of here. <laughs> just I, you and Alan? No, uh, well, I, I can tell Iolocles, uh from looking at the map, he's within 10 feet. I just wanted to make sure that Alan was also within 10 feet. Yeah, you know who isn't? The oh. zombies. The guides that you brought with you? <laughs> uh, you absolutely can teleport the fuck out of there. Where would you like to go? Okay. Uh, so uh, I have... How many fucks would Ithran give about the undead zombie guides? <laughs> um... A couple fucks, but like she gives more cool. fucks for we'll, herself. Cool. We'll set up a memorial later. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I feel I feel 
bad about them, but um, they can handle themselves. That's fine. They can't. No, they're like starving leeches. I can't. They can't. Where, get- can, where are you wanting to teleport to? Alicles looks like he could take one more battering like the first, but probably not two more. So if you wanted to take time to reposition. Uh, no, I, th- I think we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, yeah, so I will teleport us. Um, uh, I don't want to go too far away. Like her first inclination is like my nest in the sewers in the city. Remind um, me the specifics of, are you using the amulets teleport? Yes, or did you amulet. suddenly, okay. Remind me, remind me and yourself and the audience at home, the limitation on that teleportation. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm I'm reading it in D and D Beyond. So my my necklace gets a number of charges each day that I can use to cast spells way above my level. Yes. Um, and so I get nine charges a day. I'm using four of them right now uh, to cast teleport. Um, and so the destination must be known to you and must be on the same plane of existence. Uh, and so my familiarity right, with the but- there is a limitation on that item because you've encountered this before. Um, that item can only teleport somewhere that it, that is currently under the blanket of winter. Okay. You can only teleport somewhere where it is where there is snow and it is cold. Oh shit! We're gonna go back to Fenrir. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> With that, <clears throat> fuck up your plot, like. Beyond all recognition. I mean, you could just go to the nearest place where there's snow. Okay. Like, it doesn't need to be known to you. It just needs to be cold. All right. Uh, She she can can just be, like, north until snow. (laughs) Yeah, so I feel like... uh, Well, so the... Ooh. Okay. So, in that case, Ithrin is going to, like, grab her amulet um, and say, uh, here or snow, choose now. What? <laughs> like, huh? Here or snow? I'm going to look at Holland. Assuming Holland no, knows what the fuck she's talking about. <laughs> here or I'm in it. What? Let's just go. <laughs> All right. Then I will, I will cast teleport to. Um, <laughs> The nearest cold place. Uh, you teleport to the nearest cold place. <laughs> Don't say it. So much, really. so much for tracking them down. Um, Sorry. You close your eyes and activate the teleportation. Uh, you reopen them and you're all hit with a wave of cold air. What did you do? I teleported us away. Oh, that's what that that's what that question was. Where are we? I am not sure. Uh, why don't you all make a survival or perception, whichever's higher? Freezing. <laughs> Natural one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're effectively snow blind. You're like it's just white everywhere. I can't see anything. Uh, Twenty-two. 11. Excellent. Uh, Alan, you can see you're on top of, you're at the summit of a mountain. 
<laughs> and you you can see there's something that looks like there's some settlements below you, uh, but you're not quite sure what kind they are. But Ithrin, you can absolutely see. Um, if you look down, there's like a caldera beneath you of another of, of another mountain. And you can see that there's a city that's laid out in the same pattern as Corian's holy symbol. Um, looks like it's probably it's down a mountainside and probably about 20 miles away from where you are. Uh, I can't see shit. Where are would we? Would I know the name of the city? Uh, make a history check. See if you can sort out what that might be. Oh, you also do see four uh, metallic spires sticking out at the points um, of of the sword. Uh, Ithrin will say, uh, I'm not sure where we are, but that city looks like your symbol on your shield. Oh, thank God. Once Ithrin points it out, you look down, you realize you're at the top of the highest peak near the Gleaming Valley. Like you can look down and see the Golden City. We're safe. Let's go. We're home. Oh, we can, home, but okay. We can sort the rest. There'll be someone here who can contact the, the others. You hear a growl behind you. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Person, would my would my uh, long sword of warning be giving off anything? It is not. Okay, I'll turn and again, like I'm leaning over a little bit and kind of like using the shield, like on the mount to kind of prop myself up because I'm at like half health. Um, uh, and I'll turn and again move and position myself between them, them, uh, whatever's growling, and my friends. And I've got my sword up, but I'm not like I'm not trigger happy because the sword's not relaying danger to me. But something's still at least trying to be intimidating, and I'm not going to let that happen. As you all spin, you see a bear, white furred, about twelve feet high at the shoulder, on all fours. It raises up into full standing position. And it says, Priestess, I've been sent to have a word with you. Thank God. <laughs> I dropped my, my weapon that I was holding. <laughs> Shit. Me? But look from the bear to Oland and then to Ithrin. And then to Ireland, and then to Ithran's amulet, and then back to the bear. <laughs> <laughs> it starts walking over to uh, toward Ithran, just staring right at Ithran the whole time. Yes, I have been sent here to speak to you. <laughs> the goddess is rather interested in your activities. Oh, father! He looks over at Iolocles. Uh, <laughs> You are very ill. Yeah. It's, it's been a week or two. He holds his paws up. May I? 
Do I sense anything from the sword? No, not at all. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna take a deep breath and just kind of move the shield to the side. He places his hands on you and he starts speaking in druidic. Um, his eyes roll back in his head and like, I need uh, any of you who aren't resistant to cold to make a um, constitution saving throw, please, as a, as a blizzard starts. Um, you get you get plus three for being within 10 feet of me. I, I am impervious to cold, thanks to this amulet. <laughs> 17 thanks to Iolid. Wait, you're immune to cold? Uh, yeah, yeah, right. because of the amulet. That's very important uh, tactical information. I'm, I'm resistant <laughs> to cold. Uh, 20, 24 for my constitution saving throw. All right, none of you take exhaustion from the, from the sudden cold snap that goes off. Um, he withdraws his hands. You can heal up to your um, current hit point maximum. All righty. And he looks down at himself and says, I've never encountered something so terrible. Uh, what, do you, what do you mean? The disease that you carry is too strong for my magic. I'm going to reach up and kind of touch the place on my cheek. I'm going to look at him and say, and how strong is your magic? As I like look around at the sudden, at the like the, the like the snowbanks from the sudden snowstorm that just popped <laughs> up, he says, "I am a servant of the goddess Fralia, the Snow Queen. I am her page." I'll say, "I'm immune to disease for more than one reason, and yet." Both, both what I am and who I serve shield me. He says, I must speak to the goddess. Join me back here. Is it warm? In eight, eight days, please, priestess. Do I have Can... your word? The devil's be back here in a week yes um i mean unless i'm dead or kidnapped or something you cannot die it would be very upsetting to the goddess <laughs> wait she can't die or your goddess just really doesn't want her to Oh, she is quite mortal, yes. No, we would very much <laughs> like it if you could stay alive. Oh, oh I, I think you meant that it would be very impolite if I died. At least. At least very impolite. <laughs> Just, you know, the beginning of the combat would have been a better time to know about immortality as well. <laughs> right. Um, well, it's not part of the immediate plans, but you never know. You are carrying a piece of her power. Use it as you need to stay alive. She does. You will be needed, though. I am quite restrained. (laughs) Hmm. We need you soon. 
I will speak to the goddess. I will be back in eight days, one week. And he turns and drops down onto all fours and says, Spirit warrior, you are. I've done everything I can, but if you cannot unlock the key to this spell, you are doomed. You're the second person today who said I was doomed. I don't like the pattern. As is everyone you come near. I'm going to look down at the city. Turns and starts to climb up to the very, very, like the absolute peak of the summit. He sort of lays down and curls himself around the, the sharp point. And another blast of snow comes through and when it washes past he's gone maybe i shouldn't go home as long as it's warm (laughs) there might be people in the city who can help we have some very powerful priests Is it a town full of uh, hollow legionnaires? Uh, hollow legionnaires, uh, hollow knights, who are the ones who created the hollow legionnaires. And you would know uh, there's a significant ironbred population there. <laughs> um, as a player, I know we shouldn't go there. But as a character, let's go there. <laughs> I'm freezing my tits off. We got to get some hot soup and a blanket. I am not dressed for this. <laughs> <laughs> As like I'm her really skirt blows in the way. I'm going to drop like the face mask thing on my helmet. You say, well, social distance. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, Excellent. Say, uh, you- well, follow, follow me. I'll, I'll lead us down. Let's stay away from people as much as we can. We'll find someone who can contact the rest of your crew and I'll find a healer. All right. You begin climbing down the mountain, making your way uh, to the Gleaming Valley. I'll get back to you. Um, back on the other side of uh, Galspad now. Um, no, you're not that far, but where everyone else is, uh, you have, you, you're going to make your way into the Hornsaw uh, <laughs> with the ac- accompaniment of these trackers. The bright side, because you have a couple of Broadreach Elf trackers with you, you are moving at, you know, basically twice the travel pace that anyone else would be. And um, they're able to keep a very tight follow on the path the party took. Oh, um, they're going to find the reaper. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry about that. Oops. I would like, uh, let's have, if you would, Charlie, go ahead and roll a d20 for me, please. Hopefully their tracker friends can keep them from confrontation. As we were walking around, I'm like, I feel great today, guys. I don't know about you guys, but I love the weather. 
here. I think I got, I'm feeling good. They keep turning to you and just being like, would you please be quiet? <laughs> and what was it you said, Charlie? 17? 13. 13. Okay, excellent. Um, the weather is relatively mild on your trip. Um, you have to uh, camp out for one day. Um, you find a spot with some corpses. And the trackers tell you there was a battle here. Uh, it looks like your friends all went off that way. They met with another group um, of undead. They lead you up that way about another hour. When I hear undead, I uh, unsheath a sword that I got from Bark so I can get me warnings whenever uh, undead is nearby. Uh, when you um, start approaching the area, let me just go ahead and move the people who are not on this map off this map. Um, you reach the area where the Blood Reapers or Blood Reaper was. Your sword begins glowing ever so faintly. As you see just a mess of blood some body parts, not all humanoid, um, strewn about the base of this tree. And there's one small child, or at least child-shaped, undead creature. Most of the rags that were on this child are ripped off. You just see exposed bone and rotten flesh. It's holding what looks like the rib of a humanoid. It's also caked in gore. And it's just laying on its back, like breathing shallow. And it just sort of like looks up at you with panic in its eyes as you approach. What the fuck's going on here? Killed, killed it, killed it, killed it. You tried to kill us, I killed it. So hungry. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what to make of this, guys. I look at the uh, local experts. They say, that's a blood reaper. Those look like the remains of possibly some hollow legionnaires. I don't know what the hell that is. And they point at the girl. But it looks undead. And one of them like takes out an arrow. Thunk. No. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We don't know any different. Did those four lepers finish off that blood reaper? <laughs> mm, yeah. Gross. Were, were we up. that close when we teleported away? <laughs> <laughs> well, it took three of them dying and one being dropped down to basically incapacitated. But To be fair, but... they didn't help us while we were fighting it at first. So, yeah. um, the... Mop it up. <laughs> we start... The scouts start Sorry. looking the area over and they say someone, it seems as though someone that your friends were here and they just disappeared. 
Um, is it possible that they could have teleported? Uh, I remember the last time that Ithrin teleported us and we ended up in Fenrilic, right? Well, no. T the last time Ithrin teleported you, you were in Fenrilic already. Oh. And that's where she got the thing and you en ended up in Albadia. All right. Oh, shit. Are we going to go back to the cold I look, again? Oh. I, I look for signs of frost. Oh, definitely. There are definitely signs of frost. God damn it. I hate the cold. I hate it. How do we even know where they are? I'm starting to wish I would have finished those uh, locator spells. <laughs> so when we get to this city, I, I'm going to pay a wizard to send a message spell. <laughs> I don't Shouldn't. know for sure if they can. Hold on. Uh, cler clerics, al clerics, also, clerics also get the sending spell. Yeah, I'll find someone who has that capability and just like, can you send the spell, please? It's a th third level spell, so a fifth level cleric should have it. Yeah. Uh, All right. Um, nonetheless, however, the, these legionnaires, uh, like, are they? Uh, do they look rusted? Like, yeah the 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 even the leather armor that's mm -hmm. laying there has rust on it. Something seems wrong. Why? Why is this rusted? I don't know, but I don't like it. And I'll uh, I'll cast like a fire bolt to like, like I guess like try to like uh, melt the the armors nearby. And you just you blast a couple fire bolts at the armor and shred them. Um, just out of curiosity, I take a look at like my own uh equipment like look over the axe really closely none of your equipment has any rust on it keep seeing rust more there's a rust monster of some sort on the loose with being this close to glibidatel the foul magics of those necromancers could do all sorts of things if you think your friends have teleported somewhere safely, perhaps we should get back to the village. And tell the other legionnaires that we found their friends they were looking yes. for. Absolutely. I agree. I also need uh, the three of you that are there to make a constitution saving throw difficulty 20, please. If I've already told you you failed it before, you don't need to make it. I think I was the only one that wasn't around for it. So. What what do you want me to make again? What, Constitution what save DC 20. Yeah. Constitution at DC 20. 21. All right. You I have advantage so against that. So it's going to be a 16. All right. Uh you are still not infected, Charlung, Charlie, and... Uh, oh, I've long been infected. Ithrin, if you were not already, you are now infected with Legionnaire's Rust. Or not Ithrin, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, oh, no. Haiku. 
I'm I'm also infected. <laughs> All right. Um, Sorry, am I infected now too? Then. Yes. Everyone but Charlene is infected now. Um, you start making your way back to the to town, and when you get about to where you're ready to um, rest for the night, you're like setting up camp. Um, when you receive a message. And I'll get back to what that message is momentarily as we zip back across Galspad. Uh, it takes you about a half a day to get over to the Gleaming Valley. The sun is like setting when you arrive. Uh, you're greeted by guards out front. Welcome, travelers. Not just a traveler. And I'll hold my shield up. Brother, are you injured? Yeah, but stay back. I uh, there's something more going on. Um, we need we need a priest. He turns to the other guard, and the other guard blows a horn. Um, a couple minutes pass, and you see uh, two more Hollow Legionnaires, one Ironbred, and a Hollow Knight come riding up. Um, the Hollow Knight is, if you imagine a suit of like uh, sort of traditional English plate mail uh, made entirely of gold with an open um, faceplate that's just empty. <laughs> and I'll like when as they get close, I'll kind of back up and just say, I, I don't know what started it or when exactly. But I'm rusting. They all sort of look at one another a bit confused and the Hollow Knight hops down off of his horse. And uh, I'll back up a little bit and say, we were told by a servant of the winter goddess, man, some of the snowstorm like a snap, that it was a disease and that anyone I came in contact with, he couldn't fix it and neither have the powers that Corian's blessed me with. You are powerful in Corian's service, and I have no doubt of the skills and knowledge of a, serv of a servant of the Winter Goddess, but I fought at Corian's side. I will carry you, my child. And he steps forward and Lays his hands upon you. He starts glowing. You want to get ants? Let's say get ants. <laughs> his armor starts glowing to the point that it's painful to look upon. You start to see the vague outline of like a radiant face inside the open uh, faceplate of the armor. And he steps back. The glow fades. Reach up and touch the spot on my cheek. It's still rusty. He says, my children, 
set up a quarantined area for myself and this legionnaire. I'm going to look at my friends and say, um, I don't think they're affected, but I don't know where I got this from. Very well. Hoping he gets my meaning that I basically wanted to, I basically want to tell him that I, I think they gave it to me, but I don't want to say that because <laughs> it seems rude. <laughs> you don't say. Sounds like a deception check to me. We'll see to it that uh, supplies are brought out to the edge of the city for you. There, Is there anything else that you need? Um, I say uh, we need to send a message. To whom and what uh, must it be? The other half of their group. And um, as far as the wording, and I'll just kind of step to the side. Uh. It should go. Oh, who should I send it to? Charlong. Obviously. Yeah, let's send it to Charlong. They're a lot more reliable than Haiku. Um. <laughs> Plus, if you send it to Haiku, you have to like make it into a weird, weird verse and stuff, and it just gets all complicated. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we'll send it to Charlong. What's the name of this city? You are in the Golden City. All right. The, uh, they may know it as the Gleaming Valley. He turns his face to you and says, speak your words. Your friend shall hear them. Uh, hi, Charlung. In the Golden City, in the Gleaming Valley, here for a week, at least, Iolocles is thick. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah. Would you like to respond? Uh, we wondered where you got off to. Glad to hear you're safe. Uh, we found the others rusted as well. But we're not. <laughs> a couple of iron bread come out with blankets, a tent, um, food, cots, and they start setting up like a camp. Awesome. If uh, one of the iron bread says, Commander, if we are not susceptible to this illness i would like to stay and minister to the ill the hollow knight nods all right i'll say so far no no one other than me has shown symptoms but we don't know who can carry carry it very well it may be best to assume that anyone who comes into the tent stays in the tent. Someone will need to uh, 
get food, water, and dispose of waste for your breathing friends. Um, we can do drops for food and supplies. Contactless delivery. <laughs> Amazon Prime, baby. <laughs> Very well. So should we tell them that we have an appointment with a goddess in a week or just sort of leave? I'm not they do leaving, that. but it's up to you if you want to share that. They won't keep you here. They just won't let you in the city right now. All right. I'll just I'll just keep that to me <laughs> now then. Well, uh, they start setting you up a lovely uh lovely tent. Uh, there's accommodations for each of you to stay um, as well as they just bring in a chair for the, um, for the hollow night. And I'll get back to you. Meanwhile, uh, as you're all setting up camp and you get that message, Sherilyn, what would you like to uh, do? Uh, well, I'll let the others know that uh, I received the message from they've made it to the Gleaming Valley. Know how far that is from us? Um, yeah. So the Gleaming Valley is the mountain range that's next to the Hornsaw. Uh, the Gleaming Valley is at the north tip of it. Um, so let me just check maps here. So you are roughly from where you're at in the Hornsaw right now. You're about 300 miles from Gleaming Valley. Oh. Oh, that's not too bad. If you go straight through the Hornsaw as the, as the crow flies, you could make it in 10 days. If you go around the Hornsaw or like up through the Broadreach Horizon, you're looking at probably two weeks. I think we need to check in with the uh, Legionnaires at the camp. Let them know that we found the, the missing Legionnaires and that our friends and their uh, Iolocles made it to the Gleaming Valley. Perhaps they should go too. I don't know. We'll see. Perhaps we will travel to them. Maybe we just wait here. At some point, we need to figure out what the hell happened to that old coot bard. He's still back at the... Um... <laughs> He's at the Reed Clan, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's back at the Reed Clan, chilling out. Yeah, I'm he did not seem to figure out what's going on with him, you know? He did not seem particularly interested in going out, traipsing about the Hornsaw without a plan, and he doesn't seem... He suddenly seems to be in far less of a rush to get back to uh, 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 free home. You wouldn't believe what smoking some of those swamp plants will do. <laughs> no, you noticed a definite change in his demeanor after he talked with some of the elves 
in Equius. But nobody bothered to ask him why, so you don't know. Uh, the, the scouts say, so would you like us to get you to Equius then? You're muted. I think the first stop is back to your village. As you wish. Let's rest up. Uh, you may take a long rest. Ayala, please. Yes. Give me a constitution saving throw with advantage, please. Twenty-three. Excellent. You suffer no further ill effects from the disease right now. Do I notice? Um, like it had, it had been progressing fairly rapidly, um, and not always. I don't know how aware uh, my character would be, but not always with saving throws. Like I wasn't always able to even like push back. Does it seem like being here in the valley is helping me keep it at bay? Any at all? I'll let you make either an arcana or religion check, or you can make a medicine check, but that medicine check will be made at disadvantage. Religion. 23. You are reasonably certain that the two, like the page of a god that cast a spell on you mm -hmm. and, the, and the hollow knight that cast a spell used greater restorations on you. Mm -hmm. So you think, it's a working theory, you're not sure yet, but you think having greater restoration cast on you every day might halt the progress of the disease. That's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> not make you feel any better not improve your condition just halt the progress of the disease i'll communicate that with the with the hollow knight that is in quarantine with me like the like the pace at which it had been progressing and then he cast the spell and now nothing for a little bit um so I'll, that way they need all the information they can get he nods. The uh, the king will speak to Corian, and this will be resolved. I hope so. Uh, Ithrin can cast lesser restoration. <laughs> <laughs> he puts his hand on your knee. You know, you know. Especially uh, Ithrin and um, Alan, you note that each of his gestures, each of his movements seem almost programmed or rote, like he's making these gestures because that's the thing one does, not because not of any sincerity or even a connection to the gestures he's making. He like places a hand on uh Alicles's knee and like leans in as if he's looking you in the eyes with his empty face and says there's no need for hope my child 
All we need is faith. I'm going to nod and uh, I'm going to reach to my side and pull out. Uh, and this will happen a couple of times over the next few days. Pull that, pull out my loot and I'll kind of look at it, study it a little bit and then hang it back on my belt. Um, and then kind of, I'll look a little, huh, then I'll hang it back down. Excellent. Um, the three of you stay in quarantine. Uh, the others <laughs> make your way back to the Reed Village. Is there anything that you're going to do while you're at Reed Clan, or are you just popping in? Anything you want to address while you're there? Oh, uh, so the Hollow Legionnaires are here. No, well, there's uh, two or three of them are, yes. Um, uh, and when you get there, you see that the rust has progressed on uh, on the sergeant, at least. Um, I'll let those three know that we found rusted uh, armor uh, of the make that they're wearing um while we were out and that our friends and Iolocles ended up uh in the gleaming valley uh via some magics uh and did you tell me anything about there being a quarantine or healing i don't remember that in the just just that i was sick yeah I mean, he's okay. I don't know if he's sick. He's pretty. He's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe the word quarantine was mentioned. Yeah, that. Um... Yeah. Ask he them if well, they have any plans. Yeah, we're gonna have to go. Uh, we'll have to communicate this to the to the Centurion, and I think we should retreat for now. Um, cool. So, uh, that means going back to, I can't, I'm losing the name of all these places that we're traveling now. I'm sorry. Equius? Equius. Yes. We will travel we'll with get, you. We'll gather our things. We travel light. There is one um, we can try. We, we, we'll need to travel for another day or two before we can use it. But so if you're not, you're traveling. Travel time and a half would be great. If you're not, though, you're traveling with the Hollow Legionnaires with the fiercest battle force on Gelsbad. You'll be fine. He pats you on the shoulder. Yeah, you got a little much still. It's like, it's like worse than yesterday. <laughs> I don't know if you're like, rolling in like dirt or something but you got little just just kind of you know right that bat behind the ear you know uh are you engaging in any business before you leave the reed clan i have none excellent um you take off it's about two days of travel um and on the second day uh you notice sergeant talc like pull out a scroll and read it out in ancient Ladean. 
And then he uh, closes his eyes, reopens them and says, all right, everyone fall in, get close. Keep an eye in that direction. About a minute later, you see a holy symbol of Corian fly up over the tree line. Really wished I could have used that spell. And, <laughs> and uh, you're all pulled toward it. And you see, like, everything move past you. Like, your brain registers as you're going through hundreds of miles of the Hornsaw Forest until you stop suddenly at the Hell Legionnaire encampment outside of Equius. And that's where we'll wrap things up for this week. So uh, everyone may level now. Congratulations. Yay! <laughs> well, I will say on one of those nights, um, Alokis will actually play the loot at one point. Excellent. And you are proficient with it, correct? I am. Yeah, you start and, playing songs you, you don't remember. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I am both proficient in the lute and in performance. Is there any particular theme of the music that you're exploring? Somber. Seems fitting. Um, yeah, any questions, comments, complaints, or concerns about this week's session? No, I... This is fun. Uh, Ethan is uh, probably going to hang around for loot music. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, you're, used to, you're kind of used to traveling with, with musicians and whatnot at this point. You're basically a roadie, right? Yeah, essentially. Um, <laughs> uh, a, 20, a 23 on performance check. Not bad. Uh, people sort of gather outside the tent, the, those on guard duty, a couple of the farmers, keeping a safe distance. At least what they believe to be a safe distance. Um, any uh, thoughts on where you're going with? Is anyone like multiclassing or doing any strange things with your leveling, or are you just leveling out? Um, I'm gonna figure that out. I get mm -hmm. to pick two maneuvers and one ability score improvement, so we'll see. Wonderful, and you will get to mm -hmm. at, increase your hit points. Just remember that that is so. Your the max hit point cap is what is being reduced so when you gain the level you gain points back the, but the, the one yeah you're still down so many or whatever yeah um, i'll have a uh, plus one instead of plus seven on my max <laughs> uh, that's i can't believe we abandoned all those zombie children we just like let and then one of them just got like fucking like like it was a george romero movie just got fucking they're like i did it i saved it <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> I hope that haunts you. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll never know about it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they'll tell us. Hey, uh, friendly creatures within ten feet of me can no longer be charmed while I'm conscious. That's handy. That will that will definitely come in handy. Um. All right. Uh. Well, then in that case, that make a seven. I believe that makes you seventh level, yes? Okay. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I'm behind. I'm at level six. No, this is level seven. Oh, I missed a level up somewhere. Um, you may, if you so choose, and you meet the prerequisites, by the way, Etherin, uh, you may multi-class if you so choose. 
into Cleric if you wanted to. Oh. You don't gonna, have to, but you're welcome to. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna crunch some numbers on that and no, you know what? I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> uh, I'll send you the uh, Fralia's domain. Um, yeah, I meet the requirements for Cleric. Let's do it. All right. I'll send you Fralia's domain if you want to take that. Um, and yeah, uh, that's where we'll be buttoning things up. So let's go ahead and uh, do our outros, uh, say our goodbyes. Um, and everyone is good for two weeks from tonight, correct? I know we're getting into the holiday season, so everything's weird, but. Yeah. Um, beautiful. Uh, I look forward to revisiting it. So let's go ahead and start things off with Alec, please, our, our esteemed guest. Please uh, tell hey us guys. who you're playing, uh, pronouns, pronouns, all that good stuff. Uh, James, he, him, playing Alec, he, he, him, they, ghost. Um, uh, I work uh, with, with uh, Amazon Web Services as my real life job, uh, but I really only do that so I can play lots of D&D. <laughs> we are uh, thrilled to have you here uh playing with us thank you so much for for being a part of the team and letting us uh infect you with a horrible incurable magical disease um <laughs> what else what else what else is D, &D for if you're not gonna die right uh next up we have charlene please give us all of your pertinence hey i'm Corey frang aka narf on the interwebs and uh Today, I'd like to give a shout out to the game that I work on, Caves of the Cud, uh, QUD. Uh, we will be raising our price shortly after the holiday season is over. So a good time to pick it up. And I believe it's also 10% off right now. So uh, get it extra cheap uh, if you'd like on Steam or Itch.io. Oh, K and I Caves was... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. And I'm going to throw the, the main website link for Caves of Cud in the... Uh, in the chat, which I believe has the links to the Steam itch. And not on GOG, right? Uh, I think it's just Steam and Itch.io, yeah. Um, and uh, I was playing Charlung, uh, our orc sorcerer tattoo adept. Beautiful. And uh, next up, that brings us to Alan. Please give us your pertinence. Hi guys, um, I'm Melina. I was going to say I'm Holland. Um, I play Melina in real life. And um, I am an artist in Chicago. Uh, I'm not on social media anymore because it's evil, but you can find me on Patreon um, and Tumblr, if you have Tumblr, which is arguably the worst of social medias, but the purest, in my opinion. Um, I feel really guilty about abandoning the poor zombies we helped today. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to knowing all I can do now with all my new abilities on level seven, which is crazy. So, oh yeah, pronouns are she, her, but I'm also comfortable with they, them. So good. Yes. Rock and roll. Uh, next up, uh, Ithrin, please give us your pertinence. And I will be throwing Milena's Patreon link in the chat shortly. Uh, hello, my name is Rachel. I've been playing Ithrin. We are both she, her. Uh, and you can find me pretty much everywhere on the internet. It's Stolen Fires. Uh, I will be on Vorpal Tales tomorrow running um, the conclusion to the three shot that became a four shot. Uh, Changeling the Lost, A Tale of Harrowed Bone. Uh, should be exciting. And then after that wraps, uh, I will be running Vampire the Requiem on Thursdays. 
also of Warple Tales. Tons of fun. It's going to be an all brood game. Uh, Ooh, and that sounds yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, nice. And then on Fridays, I am also back on Vorpal Tales running Masks of Nyarlathotep. So, uh, yeah, lots of horror, horror gaming. Beautiful. I love it. And yeah, definitely uh, go check out Vorpal Tales. They're good folks and do awesome things. So make sure you shoot them a follow and definitely make sure you follow Rachel. Rachel, if you want to throw any of your links in the chat, please do. Um, that then brings us around to uh, Haiku. Please give us your pertinence over there in your silence. Hey guys, I'm Mike Newton. I'm playing Haiku, both of us, he, him, um, and my Wi-Fi sucks. So I'm pretty much just Mike Newton everywhere uh, if you look for it. Rock and roll. Thank you so much, Mike. And thanks for uh, fighting through the uh, the technical difficulties of reaching us from the no man's land of Texas. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah, hopefully uh, and get, be safe getting home when you, when you do come home. Um, and then that brings us to Charlie. Please give us your pertinence. Um, I am there trying to read she, her. I play Charlie, also she, her, uh, but also finally they, them, or kind of whatever. Charlie's pretty indifferent. Um, and I, uh, I do everything. I play video games on Twitch. I talk about writing on YouTube and I talk shit on Twitter. Um, I'm wordsmith Sarah basically everywhere. Thumbs, thumbs the things. And this is Mr. Crowley and he's the best. He is the best, that's true. Um, and uh, last but uh, not least, I guess that leaves me, right? And I don't, that's me, right? Um, so I'm Travis Legg. He, him, they is fine. Um, when I'm not doing this, I'm writing games or running more games here or running games over Plastic Age Plays or running games over at Roll Seduction. Um, I will be next available here on Monday for Trinity Continuum Anima Story Pass Showcase, which is super exciting. Uh, Anima is on Kickstarter right now. It is a uh dual game it is a cyberpunk game set in the year 2084 and the trinity continuum the first new setting to be added to the trinity continuum in 20 years uh but it also it takes place in the cyberpunk city of cascade but also in the mmo terra surge which is played through a cybernetic link uh called glass and that is currently on Kickstarter right now. Uh, you can go over there and check it out. It is fully funded and there's a couple of stretch goals have already been unlocked. And we will be playing uh, actual plays of that every Monday uh, here for the duration of Kickstarter. Um, so definitely check that out. I think the first two are up on YouTube right now as well. Or subs to this channel uh, can watch the VODs. If you haven't subbed to this channel, you should. So you can watch VODs right away instead of having to wait seven days. And you get a couple of neat emojis. And you help us keep the lights on. It's all it's a win-win for everybody. Um, what else do I want to tell you about? Uh, the whole reason that we're here today, of course, is uh, because we are playing Dead Man's Rust. Dead Man's Rust is currently available for pre-order over at Backer Kit. Throw the link for that up in the chat there. If you pre-order it, you can get early access to the text, and you can start playing Dead Man's Rust at your table. And then you can start torturing your players with horrible moral decisions, like do we abandon these uh, nice, lovely undead people who did nothing wrong to us and in fact, helped us immensely. Just let them die. It's fine. Uh, 
Um, I, I will eventually let you all forget that, but not anytime soon. Um, <laughs> speaking of yeah, Skyrim. <laughs> that's my murder hobos um speaking of scarred lands um we have uh I, we celebrated the fifth anniversary of the scarred lands player's guide for fifth edition uh this past week uh which is super cool so if you have not yet checked that out um please do head over to the link i just dropped in the chat and pick up uh scarred lands um bring it's fully compatible with fifth edition ogl uh, and it's a wonderful, beautiful, rich setting, as I hope this stream is showing you. Um, lastly, well, second to lastly, I want to let you all know that Trinity Continuum Assassins is now up for pre-order over at DriveThruRPG. And this pre-order uh, is giving you access to the text early as well, much like we would be doing for Kickstarter. So that's going to be rolling out in the weeks between now and the ultimate release um, of the book. So you can go over and start getting a look at what's going on uh, with Trinity Continuum Assassins right now. It's like, uh, kind of like, imagine like John Wick, Assassin's Creed type of shadowy. Uh, I think, Malena, I think based on the characters you've already played in uh, Trinity, you would absolutely love it. Um, oh, yeah. So Assassin's pre-order is right there. And uh, then I guess I also should mention real fast, because I did bring up uh, StoryPath Showcase, that... Aberrant is now available at the StoryPath Nexus, which is the community content uh, program for um, all the StoryPath system games. And they just unlocked Aberrant today, and we released our show notes from StoryPath Showcase. Each time we do one, I'm putting together show notes, throwing those up for community content. So if you want to use the NPCs um, or the player characters or some of the plot elements, uh, those are all collected for you to check out. It's up there for an affordable price. And if you go to the description in the link I just sent there, you can also watch the uh, first episode and it should play the whole playlist right there. So if you want to check out what we've been doing with those actual plays and see the story path system in action, you may do so. Um, I guess that's probably it for us for the night. We will be back here in two weeks time, uh, same time, same channel to uh, see what's going to happen as the, as the group reconvenes in the Gleaming Valley. Um, until then, please take care of yourselves and each other. Make sure you're getting your shots and your boosters and you're socially distancing. And, uh, you know, if you're not uh, doing it for yourself, do it, do it for someone you love. Uh, somebody you love is, is susceptible to this and they, and they need your help and uh, not getting sick. So go get your shots. All right. See you all real soon. Bye.